I know a lot of grants ask for a theory of change and a lot of nonprofits want to develop a theory of change for all of their programs, but they get a little overwhelmed when thinking about it. I've had plenty of people kind of look like deer in headlights and like, oh, that's going to be a big thing that we need to create. But I'm here to tell you it's actually pretty simple and you already have all the information. We just need to get it down and I can help you do that. And once you do that, you will have a whole lot more clarity and you'll feel a bunch lighter. So let's talk about it. Welcome to episode 27 of the Harvesting Results Show, where I help you serve others by offering you tools, resources, and advice so that you can nurture those roots to harvest the fruits of all your hard work and dedication to your unique cause. I am Rebecca Britt, your host, and today we are talking about theories of change. We're going to break these down for you and make it so that you can have it. And we're even going to go as far as making it a 250 word paragraph, which a lot of grants ask for your theory of change in a small narrative. So we're going to show you how to do that. And this is going to help you when applying for grants. And a lot of times theories of change or logic models are actually optional, but this is how having a theory of change can put you ahead of the pack when you are applying because you're like, Oh, I know my theory of change. Here it is. Okay. So, as you know, I love working meetings. I'm like, let's just knock this out right here, right now, right? I don't need to talk to you and then have you think of your own thing and you go do it. We can do it right now, right here. So I have a template for you. It's at katulo.com slash theory. It's a Word doc. It's completely editable. So you can just go in, develop it as we speak, and then boom, your theory of change is done and you can start getting some funding and applying for more grants. Okay. So you can pause the video, go grab it, katulo.com slash theory, and come on back here and we will start working through developing your theory of change. Okay, so the very first part of your theory of change is you want to outline the overarching goal. So this is going to be what is the desired result that your program provides? So you want to actually have like not just what you do, but why you do it. Why is it important that you do that? So I have a program, Stable Moments, that is a mentorship program for foster and adopted youth. And we develop life skills in foster adopted youth for healthy transitions into adulthood. So we don't just develop life skills in foster adopted youth. It's for healthy transitions into adulthood. I, so I want you to put your desired result in that overarching goal. So if you are equipping kids with um, training so that they can get their GED, why? Because we need these kids to be more self-sufficient or we want them to be more self-sufficient and feel like a productive member of society. So like whatever the thing is, talk about what you're doing. This could be catalyzing research to cure something. This could be equipping a population. Um, with X to achieve Y, developing this to achieve that, like a statement like that, an overarching goal. Then you wanna go through and put your inputs down. Now your inputs are everything it takes to run this program. So this is staff, volunteers, time, money, materials, equipment, technology, partnerships. I want you to really think about it, okay? And don't just put two full-time staff. Is it a program director and a graphic designer? Is it a, a couple content creators? Um, is it camp counselors? What do you need? How many of them do you need? How many volunteers are you going to need? How many hours is it going to take? Is it going to be a 10 month program? Is it a year program? Is it five years? How much money does it take? So is it going to be $50,000? 
from grant or a donor to do this? Is it going to take $150,000? Whatever it is, write down the money that it takes. The equipment, do you need computers? Like everything it takes. And so when you're thinking about this, think about somebody's going to pick up your theory of change and they are going to use it to start the program. So like, do they need a phone? Do they, they're in the middle of a desert and they need to run this program. Okay, they're probably gonna need like a facility. If it needs a warehouse, if you need an actual like building, write all of the things that it takes so that you can articulate like everything that goes into running this program. Okay, so that's your inputs. And if you want to write this more like narrative form, cause I, I'm all into just doing bullet points, but some grants and some people like things in more narrative form. So if you wanna do that, just say to achieve our goal. So you've written your goal out to achieve our goal. It will take two direct staff people. It will take three computers da, da, da. we'll also need to hire. So just you know, however you want to write it out, but you can just say it will take this, 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 and this in, in a long form instead of bulleting it out. Okay. And then outputs. So for outputs, this is basically what, what do you do? So you have all this stuff and what are you going to do with the program? What are you going to create? What do you offer? So this is like workshops, classes, products, curriculum, sessions, training, assessments, facilitation, um, work with partners, collaboration. So those are all the things that you could do. So for activities, you know, in my program with mentorship, it was a 10 month one-on-one -on -one mentorship program that meets once a week. Those are the actual mentor sessions that happen. There's a curriculum that goes into that. So each kid gets a plan of care. Each kid gets to work with color-coded activities. All of that goes into the activities section. They get these a three-part plan, they get a mentor, they get a mentor session, it lasts for 10 months, uh, they follow a specific curriculum. Those are all things that are outputs of the program, these actual sessions, okay? Also, each session has an activity log. The activity log is part of the output that happens at every session. Participation, who we serve. So this is clients, participants, the actual ages, the demographics, the sentiment, the condition. So this is who are you serving? Who is this specifically for? So for mine, it would be foster and adopted kids aged three to 18 in whatever county. Okay, so you might be serving black entrepreneurs in Baltimore. Is there a specific age? Is there a specific demographic? You might be serving people who are survivors of a certain condition, cancer survivors. Um, Okay, so just who are the participants and try to get very specific on, on who you're serving uh, and write that down as well. Again, if you're gonna do this in long form, you would say each participant in our program gets classes, gets a workshop, which includes da 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 da, all the things it includes, the curriculums with the activity logs. And so list out all of the things that each participant gets. People that will be selected for this are foster and adopted kids that are age three to 18 in this area. Okay, so that's long form. Outcomes, this is the part that everybody cares about. Okay, great. So you started a program that took a whole bunch of things and you're giving them a whole bunch of stuff and now we know who it's for. Why, why do we care? Okay, well, so immediately is the short-term outcome. So this is the knowledge, the skills, the awareness, uh, the compliance, the aspirations, the motivations. So say you gave somebody training on job skills 
And immediately after they are done, they have increased motivation to go out and look for a job. They have increased job skills. They have increased knowledge of what to wear at a job. Okay, so that's kind of like increasing the skills. All right, medium term is what are the actions and behaviors that they actually take from those skills. So that now they have new awareness of the job market. Now they have new skills on how to go out and get a job. Now they know where to go get those things. Like they have this new knowledge and skills, right? So now they actually apply for more jobs. So an increase in applications, uh, maybe an increase in the caliber of jobs they apply for. So you can actually put metrics to that. Of course, that's what I'm gonna say. Like, it would be great to be able to track your participants over time and see like, how many jobs did you apply for? What were the caliber of jobs? So that you could kind of track what you say that you're doing. Okay, so that's the actions and the behaviors. Again, if you were going to have somebody go out and um, learn how to public speak, maybe they're gonna go through your training on public speaking. The things that they're gonna get are 14 modules that are multimedia format and they're gonna get one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and this is specifically for aged out of foster care youth in a specific area, okay? And then the medium term goal would be how many actual public speaking gigs that they secured. So did they go out and actually use their voice to do public speaking? Like we would assume that if we equip them to do it, that within one year, they're actually going to go out and do public speaking. Okay. Then we're going to do long-term results. So if they learn how to get jobs and where to get jobs and that they are actually qualified for more jobs than they think, and they know how to show up at job interviews, and then they go out and they actually do more applications and they actually gain gainful employment. Uh, they keep longer term jobs. All of those things I just said could be medium. They actually get employment, they apply for more jobs. You could do those all as, as medium term. They keep jobs for a longer period of time. Then the long term result is a condition of well being, economic, social whatever, like how does this affect society? So you'll see we have more aged out of foster care youth that are being self-sufficient and not dependent on housing subsidies and transportation subsidies and state welfare programs, okay? So that's a long-term goal. So if we equip them with these knowledge and skills, with these little outputs that we have, which is just a training with some good staff and all of this, then we're gonna track them and we're gonna see how many jobs they're applying for, how many are they getting, and how long are they staying at those jobs. And if we do good at that, then we will solve this underemployed crisis of children that age out of foster care without a place to live and without jobs, and they'll be able to be more self-sufficient. Oh my gosh, and listen to this. Ultimately, possibly ending the generational cycle of children going into foster care because they are likely to have more their own kids go into care. But if we can get them trained and with uh, job skills and they can be staying in jobs longer, then they may be able to take care of their own children. You can paint any picture that you want for your long-term outcome, okay? But you see how it goes from short, like immediately they have job skills, medium, they're going to actually take some actions and behaviors. So they're going to get jobs, they're gonna apply for more jobs, gonna keep more jobs. 
And then long-term is what happens like when somebody's employed for a long time and has stable income. Okay, so you get that short, medium, and long. Of course, you can write that in long form by just saying, you know, immediately after our, our um, attending our sessions, the participants will have increased this, increased that. Uh, we even do a post-test maybe to track that. And then this leads them to getting more jobs and eventually or ultimately, da, 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 da. okay, that's long form. Now, in a logic model, it does ask you about assumptions and external factors. So sometimes you may need to think about these things. So basically, what are you assuming? You're assuming that people will show up to your thing. You're assuming that people will get rides there. You're assuming participants even care to do this type of service. Okay, so like there's some assumptions. You're assuming you're gonna get the money in the grant. You're assuming that your lease is gonna stay, like that you're gonna be able to stay in your same building. Like I don't know what's fa facing you right now, but there's assumptions that you're making that is gonna make this possible. So listing those out is really prudent thing to do. And then there's external factors. Like, listen, if um, you know there's federal legislation passed, this won't work anymore, or it will work better. Um, COVID-19 was an external factor that was out of our control. So things like that affect the program. And grants like to see that you're thinking about what assumptions you're making and what external factors could be out there that could affect, especially if you're applying for a grant because they're going to tell you what challenge, like when you have to report on your grant, they usually ask like what, challenges and barriers did you come up against? And you may be able to say like, hey, we ran up against this thing that we said might be an external factor. Okay, so that was a lot, um, but I hope you're realizing like you guys know this stuff, right? Like you started a program or you work a program every day and you know what you're doing. Like, you know why you're serving people. You know why your cause is important. So just break down the elements of it and how does it improved things over time. Now I did mention like, oh, okay. And then you could track six months. Did people get more employment or you could track, you do not need to have processes and data collection and tracking in place to write this out. You can just kind of assume that if people take your training, uh, that they will have more um, confidence in going out and getting jobs. And then you assume that they're getting more jobs and you assume that uh, they're doing more applications and that they're keeping their jobs for longer. And you're making a hypothesis that if they do all those things that it will lead to more self-sufficient people, okay? You can do that. Like you do not need to track that or have data to back that up. But, big but here. There is no reason not, if you're saying these things, you should track them. So do this first, get this out of the way, get your grant going. But you know what? In your grant application, say that you need money to evaluate these things. And that means, you know, sending out a survey or calling people up six months after and saying, how are things going for you? You know, asking them a, a few questions in an interview style to understand if your program worked and to get some data back so that you can report back to the grant if it is working and if you're doing what you said it was going to be, you know, what you said you were going to do. Um, and then you can use all of that to demonstrate impact and show your community, um, use it as testimonials for your program. So this is kind of like the things you should be tracking are the things you end up listing in here. So you're, you're kind of developing your uh, performance metrics at the same time without even knowing it. Okay, but don't get too overwhelmed if that overwhelms you, just get this done. Um, and at least you'll have your theory of change, which 
can really be like your elevator pitch. So what we're gonna do, I'm gonna show you uh, real quick how to put this all together and it's, it's in the template, okay? So in the template, there's a way to put this all together in 250 words and that makes it a paragraph, short, succinct, people get it and I know that you are, I'm sure people ask you all the time like, Tell me about your thing that you do. And you're like, oh, there's so many like, and then there's this and, blah, blah, blah. and people are like, yeah, it's kind of nice. I think she does something with like dogs or something, right? Because unless you're succinct and quick and to the point and you can really show your impact and in your theory of how you're changing society, it does just seem like you're doing a whole bunch of stuff with maybe some underserved population. Okay, so. And grants will also ask you sometimes for a narrative theory of change that's like 250 words or less. So how you do that is, and I literally give you this paragraph in the template, but it is organization. So your organization, so let's say Hope Organization intends to launch a program to, then you insert your overarching goal to develop life skills and foster adopted um, kids uh, for healthy transitions into adulthood or to get aged out of foster care youth GEDs so that they can be self-sustaining. So your organization intends to launch a program, the program's name, to insert the overarching goal. To do this, we will need, insert your inputs, to offer, insert your activities to these participants. Participants will gain, will gain, and then you put your short-term outcomes and be better equipped to medium outcomes, ultimately leading to long-term outcomes. And if that didn't make sense, <laughs> you'll understand it when you go into the template because it has little blanks of where you're supposed to put pieces of your theory of change to make it a succinct little paragraph. And everybody loves a succinct little paragraph. I know if I was somebody that was reviewing a grant and I saw that somebody could easily just tell me quickly what they do, why they do it, and what it means for society, I would be like, okay, I get it. And what you need as a nonprofit is people to get it. And to you, it's so complex, right? And there's so many layers, but to somebody else, they need to just get the overall picture quick, down and dirty, okay? so. I hope that was helpful. Please uh, let me know, leave something in the comments um, if this was helpful or if you have any questions, I'm happy to answer them. Make sure you grab your template at catulo.com slash theory. And thank you so much for your service to this world. Until next time.